So the word I was looking for yesterday but couldn't remember is algorithm. I was trying to figure out the algorithm that the Nissan engineers used when designing their digitized simulated transmission system, their CVT transmission system, when they installed it in this 2023 Nissan Rogue that I'm now renting. And I'm also learning that it's a good idea not to push acceleration. Go easy on the acceleration. And that in addition to um, switching out of drive mode into park mode when I come to a full stop at a stop sign or at a red light also helps to reboot the system. Also turning the car off helps to reboot the system. Um, although that's a little drastic. And I try to remember, I'm trying to, you know, condition myself, habituate myself to remember to go into park mode every time um, I come to a full stop. Now, if I come to a red light and they just, perchance, start up, then what I try to do is go smoothly, not to a full stop, but just take my foot off the accelerator pedal and slow down but not stop. Because I think that also figures into the algorithm of the di digitized uh, transmission system. Um, so I'm living with it. I'm putting up with it. I solved it, maybe, uh, to put up to be able to put up with it. It is dangerous. There's no question about it. Um, it's a hazard to have these on the road. It's a hazard to everybody else. In addition to the occupants of the vehicle, <laughs> uh, it's uh, itself. Um, so obviously, it's not something to rent or buy. It's uh, something to stay away from. But how do you know which one's going to have it or which one's going to act up? Because I had a Nissan Altima, but it was not a 2023. See, that was it. All of the 2023s, all of the Japanese manufacturers, what I'm told, put it in their vehicles, the CVT transmission system. So if you have a a model year that's prior to 2023, no problem. Um, it's really the 2023 model year that's the problem coming out of Japan. So I hope they don't get a big earthquake. I, I think they're going insane because of the pressure buildup underneath the, 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 uh, the crust, underneath their feet, and it's affecting their psychology. I know that seems or sounds far-fetched, but I don't think so. Um, to me, all fault lines are energy conduits connecting everybody who lives on that fault line elsewhere with each other. So that it makes it very easy for telepathic or empathic um, union, interaction among creatures of all types along that fault line. It's a kind of communication network for intuitives. And if you're not intuitive, guess what? You are. You just don't know it. Subliminally, you are. Your subconscious has access to all of your superpowers, even though you may not. 
I learned this as a child, as an adolescent, going to university. Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, no, excuse me, Maharishi International University, founded by Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. And I did an experiment. I tested people. And I discovered that whether or not you consciously are, a, are clairvoyant, have achieved that status, doesn't matter. You're already clairvoyant. You just don't know it. And your subconscious uses it all the time. That's why happenstances occur. Because they're supposed to happen because you're drawn to that event that you know is going to happen in the future or you're drawn to people that you need to associate with to have certain life experiences. Your soul knows this and orchestrates it through your subconscious. And your conscious mind is either receptive to these intimations, intimations or not. You know, oh, I don't want to do that. Hey, it happens all the time. I do it. <laughs> and I consider myself a, wa a washed out uh, clairvoyant. But uh, yeah, I do that all the time. I use reason to thwart the intuition. And the reasoning mind does trump the intuition. And so we do get the last decision, you know, we, the opportunity for making that command decisions, shall we say, to override intuition. Intuition is vague. It's more vague than memory, and memory is more vague than experience, than, excuse me, what, current experience, what our five senses are telling us at this very moment. So, when the soul creates when the mind creates a picture of reality, the screen of the mind, where we have our attention, it first goes to the five senses. I learned this when I was 19 by observing my own mind, which I was able to do at the time. I can't do it now. But I had elevated consciousness and I was able to observe the operation of my mind. It was very interesting. I learned various things. For instance, the screen of the mind that Plato talks about is fed primarily by the five senses for most people, exclusively by the five senses. And everything else is subconscious intimations. <clears throat> but once in a while, memory pokes through. Oh yeah, I've been here before. Uh, I know this. I know you. I, I know your face. Oh, I know your behavior, the sound of your voice. I know who, what actor that is under makeup. So that's the second thing that the screen of the mind operator turns to to fill in the gaps because the five senses are imperfect. They don't give us all the information we would like to have about any given situation. We may think they do, but they do not. And the screen of the mind, the attention span, will turn to next. This is all done very quickly, but, you know, moment by moment. But after it gets input from the five senses, after each, during each moment of experience, it turns to the memory to see if we've ever done anything like this in the past that's similar or exactly the same or whatever, or seemingly exactly the same. Nothing's ever exactly the same, but, you know, closely exactly the same or not, just maybe just similar. And
And then, only then, after it's filled in the gaps with memory left by the imperfect five senses, does it turn to intuition. Now, if we're not a conscious clairvoyant, if we haven't achieved that conscious status, it does it anyway, subliminally, subconsciously, affording us the opportunity to go on a hunch, a vague feeling, if we're open to it. If we're not open to even a vague feeling, then shit, all we got's our five senses, and sometimes not even that if we're a drunk, <laughs> but, or if we're asleep. But if we're open to those intimations, we can take advantage of them. And maybe it was a fluke, you know? We don't know until we try. But it's a risk, right, to try, because we don't know what the outcome will be. You know, if we use logic and the five senses, we pretty much know what the outcome will be, maybe, most of the time. Anyway, so I'm a little off topic. <laughs> I'm very off topic, actually. But sometimes I like to fill you in on various details that are, you know, kind of a sidebar, maybe not directly related, but gives you a sense of where I'm coming from when I draw my conclusions, make my observations, and decide I want to do a podcast. Um, just so you know how my mind works. And maybe it helps with the subject matter at hand. Maybe it has nothing to do with helping you understand the subject at hand. I mean, it has nothing to do with digitized simulated transmissions. But So it's quite a segue. But I hope you tolerate and have the patience to put up with me. Otherwise, you would have turned off by now. <laughs> and uh, that would have been that. <clears throat> but I taught you something extra for free. Having nothing to do with transmissions. And I hope you enjoyed. At least were entertained by what I have to say. If nothing more, I hope you enjoyed listening to my monologue. Maybe you fell asleep by now and are taking a deep, deep nap where all my words are going into your subconscious, not being filtered by your conscious mind. Whatever. Enjoy the day. <laughs>